0: This podcast is brought to you by Blackbee Ministries International. To find out more, visit blackabee.org.
1: Well, welcome to the Richard Blackbee Leadership Podcast. My name is Sam, and I'm your host, and helping to take our leadership to the next level via books, we have Dr. <laughs> Richard Blackaby. It's Good to be with you, Sam. And it's uh, it's no surprise that we uh, are, are big fans of books here yeah. on the podcast. We've uh, reviewed quite a few We've uh, recommended some as well, and uh, I know you're a voracious reader. I I try to read as much as I can. We,
0: we we're encouraging you with that. Yeah, it's I, baby steps.
1: I, you know, it's uh, it's just having to. <laughs> Sound out each word, you know. It's yeah, so tricky. That's right. all some, these... some of them have more
0: than one syllable too. And some you... have these like silent <laughs> letters at
1: the end and you're not pr- supposed to pronounce so it's <laughs> it's hard, but I am learning and uh and through that I'm I, I think I'm I'm
0: growing as Good. well. Well as, you're as a you're married to a, a bookworm there. So I you know, we're sitting down here in uh, my office and it's really more of a library than an office. Uh Maybe, Sam, you might even be able to just uh, post a couple pictures of these shelves here for the, maybe in the show notes or something. But uh, I just wanted I thought I would just give a couple of thoughts on books uh, today, Th- books and leaders. Uh, I, I'm around leaders all the time. I'm always hearing leaders talking about books that they're reading. I sit, uh, oftentimes I'm in, in business class on airplanes where a lot of business guys are sitting and if they're not going over some presentation on their on their laptop while they're flying, uh, they they often have books that they're reading. And I'm always I always kind of make the the, uh, the do the survey of well what books do I see people reading here? Uh, and oftentimes I'll see some of the same books, and I'll think oh I need to get that one. It seems popular right now among leaders, but. Uh, but what do you do with books? And of course, uh, I have my own bias about that, but uh, a few thoughts on on books. One is just value books. I, I think sometimes we underestimate them. Of course, now we've got search engines on the internet uh, that can pull up all kinds of uh, information and so on that can seem a lot more uh, quick and time efficient than, uh, than pouring through a couple hundred page uh, book. But I've also found that there are times where, if you're if you're doing a search on the internet, sometimes it's really hard to get the right information, mm-hmm. uh, solid information, scholarly, respected. Uh, the internet tends to pull up what's ever most popular, whatever yeah. people like to read about. But it's not necessarily the the best uh, material, the most thoughtful material. It's uh, it's, it's sound it's bites. Whatever, it's whatever's been. Uh, um designed for SEO, yeah. search engine optimization. Yeah. So, and which so is not always the, the it's, best answer. It's, it's usually not all the material, all the background, the footnotes. Because uh, I've done some searches sometimes where I'm trying to just find some certain bits of information and I, I can pull up a book that the whole book is dedicated to that subject, But uh, but trying to find something on the internet sometimes can be challenging to get anything very yeah. worthwhile. Um, and so I would say a couple of things. First of all, just number one, value books. And, um, and so you can tell just being in my office, I value books. Um, I, I love uh, a new book. I love the smell of a new book. I love opening a new book mm-hmm. and just putting my nose into the pages and smelling that beautiful smell of a new book, uh, turning those pages for the very first time. And Uh, I love, uh, having my books on my shelves where I can see them and be reminded of them. And, uh, if you've got, uh, a thousand books on your Kindle, uh, I know you can scroll through, uh, and kind of see the different books that you have, but, uh, there's, there's nothing quite the same as just perusing down shelves Mm -hmm. of your books and being reminded of each one. And, uh. Uh, I I try to teach my kids to value books, and so uh, and they, they certainly uh, do. They do, uh, yeah. And all all three of my kids have their own libraries, uh, their own bookshelves uh, that they they collect and they they treasure. And uh, and I've I love having cool bookends and little decorative things on my bookshelves. I, I that's why I say I. I, I want to have a library that is enjoyable just to to spend time in, and now I've got grandkids that like to come down to Papa's library and just see the books and uh, yeah. and the 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 cool things I've got down around the books. Uh, but I I, I think uh, you're you will be doing your kids and your grandkids a great favor if you could teach them to like books and. Uh, hopefully they learn how to read and it's uh, not, I mean, they'll all know how to read, but to enjoy reading, to, to be yeah. good readers, yeah. uh, to be able to read somewhat quickly and plow through books. Uh, you're, you are you are going to help them so immensely in the days to come. If, you, if you're if you a good reader, uh, you can pick up all kinds of skills and information that you might've missed in school. And now in, in your job, you need to be reading in this area and you pick up 3 or 4 books in that field and you're reading them and um so you if you have been taught to read and to value books uh you're going to have a big step ahead of people that have that don't and mm-hmm. so um I just always value books I remember taking my kids uh, to used bookstores and they and they were the really good kind of bookstore like where they, it was like old houses, and they, and oh, yeah. you know, you went down uh, this stairwell, and all the way down the stairwell were stacks of books, and and all the, every nook and crevice and cranny, there's uh, books and stacked up to the ceiling, and there's a row behind that row of books, and you, you start pushing books aside to see what's behind, and then you find this classic, you've always been looking for, yeah. and here it is, and it's only a dollar, you can't believe it, and you're. And I remember taking my my kids to, uh, I would take the three kids with me, and we'd go, and there was this one part of Calgary where uh, on the same street, down about two, three blocks, there were three different used bookstores. And we just would go to the first one, the second one, the third one. And, And when my kids would come excitedly that they'd found some Star Wars book or some book about knights or pirates, and they were all excited. And they'd found this treasure. I would just be so excited for them. And
1: Well, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, you had a rule that you would, if they committed to read a book, you would buy it for yeah,
0: them, right? Yeah, If As they kids. would read it, I would buy it. Now, if they wanted to buy 12 books and then put them all on their shelves and never read them, I wouldn't keep buying books endlessly. But if they read a, a classic book or whatever book it was, and they read the whole thing, uh, and then they said, well, this is the next one in the series. Can I get that, Dad? I, I always bought it. I just mm-hmm. thought... And so now they're all good readers. They're all very highly educated. They're all thinkers, uh, and they know how to get information, how to evaluate things. And so, uh, so first of all, just value books, and we could talk a bit about the fact uh, that now, of course, uh, you can get electronic books, and I'm I am old school in that regard. I've tried to mm-hmm. to to read I digital think books, because I've,
1: I've never read digital. Um, but the the one Thing that I do like that's digital would be audiobooks, which yeah. is which is good I've found for certain types of books. Right, like if you're wanting to note and underline, then then obviously audiobooks are not. Yeah, popular, but
0: and that's that's why I mean the books you read can all be audio. But the the, uh, the what the, are you uh... saying there,
1: Richard?
0: <laughs> yeah, now if I was going to listen to like a classic story, like if I was going to maybe I know I have uh, the the hardcover book of. Moby Dick, and I intend to read it. You know, I intend to read that book uh, and underline it. But um, but if if there was a book like that, I that I could get audio, and I was going to be in my car a lot, if I was going to be driving down to the beach for five or six hours or something. Then I could really see an audio where you're hearing a story, but but for me, even stories, I often want to pull into an illustration somewhere in a book or in a sermon, and so even then, I kind of want to capture some quotes along the way. But uh, but yeah, there's just not. But see, for me, and I realize like it's going to be a curse one day to all my uh, descendants when like I keel over and my kids have got to figure out what to do with all my books. Uh, I don't think
1: that'll be, It's that won't be the thing that's difficult. I don't think. <laughs>
0: it's there, Well, there'll be several difficulties. Well,
1: there'll be, a, there may be a few, you know, a few genre that, that, that get left yeah, they, but, see, but i i would imagine there's there's quite a few that'll uh get snatched up
0: well i i hope so i hope they value all these uh priceless treasures i have on all these shelves but yeah. see that's the uh, but that, that is the, the problem like if i live long enough and i got, have to get put in a home somewhere that's going to be a hard day for me uh and and i even if i had all my books on a on a ipad or a kindle i don't know that i would it would just be the same. I, I, there are times where I literally walk down and look at uh, some shelves and I'm reminded of some books, some that maybe I haven't read yet or finished, or I need to review and read again. And, uh, when I'm putting a, a writing a book or a sermon, I'll often sort of scan maybe the biography section. I will think, Oh, that I remember there's a great story in that book, uh, about what I'm looking for. And, it's just easier for me visually to see those books in front of me and i i realize with kindle and so on you can do searches and it's easier to find than if you've got to look for where you underline something but yeah uh, i realize there are some advantages for sure but a lot of times i I wouldn't even think to go to that kindle book if i hadn't seen it on my bookshelf and remembered that there's something good in it but Anyway, uh, value those books. And secondly, just keep books handy. Uh, And so I always have a couple of books in my computer bag. um, And I I, I typically always have a book with me uh, in the car. So if I'm going to the doc, I was at the doctor the other day and they said to me, it might be just a few minutes. I said, that's great. I've got a book, and I'll just, yeah. it's, it, it's free downtime just to read, guilt free, because I'm waiting to see the doctor. So I've got this book I can read. Uh, of course, I always have one on an airplane. There's always a book to, to be reading. Um, I go pick someone up at the airport. I was picking up my son the other day, uh, and I'm in the cell phone lot with my book, and I'm just enjoying reading until I get that buzz on my, my text saying that I'm I'm ready to get picked up now so uh just surround have a book on your bedside table at night. I think you and carry off a read before you go to bed mm-hmm. um sometimes that's the only time in the day yeah, it's, you're able to read and is, so have it if where, nothing else you've read a few pages but if you've got then. it handy nearby where you can just grab it if you've got go upstairs and get a book while you're in bed, that's you know yeah. it might not happen but um and so another thing is a third thing is. Obviously, get good books. Don't just not. Not all books are created equal. Mm-hmm. There's some books that I would not waste time reading uh, uh, on. Maybe like pig farming. Like for me, I'm probably not going to read a book on that. I know people who would read on that. I but, do too. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I want to find books that are going to engage me. Uh, I'm going to find interesting. I have some. I have some authors that. I just typically buy whatever they write. Uh, Ron Chernow, that wrote uh, Hamilton, for mm-hmm. instance, that the Broadway play is 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 based on. He's written uh, several biographies on uh, several leaders like uh, Washington and uh, Grant and uh, Hamilton and. Uh, he do um, Rockefeller?
1: Alexander the Great.
0: Um, I don't know if he did that one. I don't know. He's done, a, but he's done a lot of American uh, leaders. Mm-hmm. Presidents and so on. Uh, David McCullough's written uh, several great Mm -hmm. books. Uh, Paul Johnson's a good historian uh, from England. Uh, Manchester wrote a great uh, series on Churchill and and, uh, on Douglas MacArthur. There's some. If I just see that uh, this, if I see an author, I just I buy their book. If it's uh, like a used bookstore and I I see oh there's another one by Johnson, I'll just pick it up Um, because I, I just know I like their style. I like the way they tackle issues and so on. Um, and, and then, of course, there's just books that are recommended. I People are just speaking really highly of this. Uh, and I'm seeing it on Facebook. People are just loving this book. Uh, then that's a cue for me. I, I bought many a book just because I saw someone raving about yeah. it. And I thought, I really need to do that. It's the same with some books are often cited. Like you're right, you're reading a book and you, you see that, several books are all citing this other book that seems to be very definitive work uh, very scholarly or um, an expert in the field that everybody has to refer to and so i'll just think i've seen that book mentioned so much i I, I want to go to the source and, and get the that person. Which uh, is
1: what you you probably did this for your dissertation is yeah. as you read one book, you, yeah, you get least, more, uh, si- more sources from yeah. whoever they You keep and checking you the kind footnotes. Of keep and going.
0: I, yeah. And I did that when I first started reading leadership books. That's what I did. Uh, I'd read a, a book on leadership and they would cite a couple other leadership gurus that were kind of their role models. And so I'd go buy those books and see who they're citing and who they're yeah. referring to. and. Um, and I, I would also say there are just some really important topics, uh, that I, I, I want to get a book on this because I just don't know much about this topic and I, I feel like I need to. And so some areas of theology that I want to spend a little bit more time on, uh, I've got a book on spiritual warfare I'm reading right now. Um, I, there's a couple of doctrinal areas I, I want to kind of shore up my, mm-hmm. my reading on. Uh, and then I would just say also to stretch yourself in, in the kind of books you read. Read read some books that will stretch you a bit. Uh, I'm, I've got right now several. I'm, my problem right now is I've got a lot of books on the go. Some that I don't ever really travel with. I just keep at my desk, and so it, it maybe first thing in the morning or at night uh, I'll I'll go a little bit further with them. So I've got uh, Virgil. Uh, his classic book, I've got Dante's Inferno, uh, The Divine Comedy, some of those that are kind of tough reading. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I'm not trying to just plow through it. I am just read a bit at a time, but I'll eventually get them done. And then like Puritans. Uh, I, I like reading Puritan authors, uh, and, uh, but they oftentimes their English is older and mm-hmm. it's slower slugging through some of that. So you you can't just plow through it and it's maybe a couple hundred pages with slow English and when I saw the, you
1: read you, you recently read some G. k. Chesterton I yeah. think the other day mm-hmm. who was coming at it from a Catholic yeah background and and I think that's you know that's good too because it's different from your own, but right I think he has a lot of great things yeah he's to he's say.
0: very very quotable and uh, and so um you know i there's like I said there's um uh, for me, I, I like being able to handle the book. I, I like to have a pen in my hand and to highlight key, great sentences, great quotes. Uh, I mean, sometimes I just put a little mark off to the side that says, this is just something to ponder here. It said, might not agree, but it, it's interesting to make me think, maybe I need to do some research on this. Um, I like to underline, uh, highlight things. I used to highlight, I used to always have a yellow highlighter all the time, but uh, But I I saw a lot of the highlighter kind of faded over time and then it didn't stand out as much. And so I kind of switched uh, underlining uh, and ink or or sometimes pencil. But uh, I realized, of course, it's going to Diminish the value of resale, but I don't. I've never really thought yeah. about buying books That's to That's never resale. bothered you before. It's so. it's. I don't worry about that. I just worry about is it usable for me. And I I want to be able to find uh, quotes and things quickly, uh, since I'm doing it old school. And so, uh, I I you know if I under I'll underline a bunch of stuff or put marks or asterisks or different different kind of systems for how key this quote sometimes i just put a cube beside it for quote which just says this is a really good quote here i want to make sure i I've, I've marked it out where i can find it and uh, typically after i've finished a book i'll uh then i'll go back through with the pad of paper and i will kind of capture i'll go back through the whole book look at all the stuff i've underlined and highlighted and I'll write down the 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 best quotes uh and the best information and sometimes it's just story about this battle and so i when i want I, I remember if i want to quote what happened to George Washington in this the Battle of yorkton then i i I can just flip okay here's the page where that starts I can go back and find it and Cause you'll
1: uh, actually take your notepad write out that information and leave that sheet of paper in the in the leave book that in the yeah. book so, so it's sort of a quick reference yeah
0: so like i a number of times i wanted to remember where a quote is on a on a book uh, i think by turnout on uh, john rockefeller and so I'll, I've got it all underlined, but, I, but I'll open up the book, and there in the front is those pages of my summary, yeah. and I can scroll through very quickly and find, oh, yeah, that's where he talks about that guy. And mm-hmm. so I just can flip to that page. And I realize that's more old school than uh, what you can do electronically now, but, uh, but for me, uh, I... I that works for me, and and it's all the whole process. And then the last thing I would do is um, I'll I'll do some book reviews where I'll post those on my blog site. And uh, Sam, you can leave a link over to my blog site, which is RichardBlackaby.com. But yeah, uh, yeah, but well, I, we I, always have that in the show notes. Oh but, yeah. So I, yeah. yeah, I try to post uh, book, a book review, and part of that it takes a bit of time because I've got to first summarize my notes and then. I got to write this review, and a lot of the review is basically kind of sharing the the best quotes that uh, I found yeah. in the book. But uh, but then what it does is it number one it 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 saves other people a lot of time because they'll they'll see some of what I thought were the best quotes in the whole book and the best insights. And uh, a lot of times people will read my review and then say, "Hey, I was really thinking about reading something from him, and I, I, that that book sounds like just what I need to read myself." and so it, it's it's finding a way to capture as many thoughts and ideas and quotes as possible and get them into circulation and uh, and I th- then sometimes I even print off my book review and I put that in the book as well and so that's again kind of a typed out summary of of the best quotes and I always put the page numbers in the book review so I can mm-hmm. I can find that again but if you're especially if you do any kind of public speaking uh, whether you're a pastor or a CEO you. Maybe you just give talks now and then in different settings, uh, or maybe you write a blog, um, or even just social media. You just want to put some great quotes out there, just to bless the, your friends and followers. Uh, then I, I think that's what a what a wholesome kind of thing to do is is find great quotes, uh, thought provoking quotes, and then post those uh, for to share with other people. And I always like those. I I, yeah. I often read those and look at. Uh, some of these uh, famous people from history and then these amazing things that they said uh, maybe hundreds of years ago. Uh, And one other thing maybe for our break is just to say, I I think it's helpful too uh, if you want to cultivate your reading is uh, develop some area in your house, your apartment, office, that is very conducive to reading. Uh, yeah. I've got a couple of cozy chairs uh, with a nice light and a candle. I need to sit over there more. I tend to sit at my desk chair too much uh, and read, but um, uh, but I do have some really attractive, cozy places to read. I've got a light to, to turn on. Um, I I want to try to make it as attractive as possible. I I love being surrounded by my bookshelves and uh, my my decorations and things and and it just makes it more attractive. Now I can sit. I I have a hard time reading in bed. I I can never really get comfortable sitting in. I I lie in bed. I have a hard time sitting in bed and reading. So, but uh, but find what works for you. Find a comfy chair. Maybe a, a little corner in your bedroom that has a really comfy reading chair and a good light and uh, maybe a couple of books there on a shelf, but uh, but make it as attractive as possible for you uh, to, when, when you sit there, it's, it's as conducive as you can make it to just read comfortably and maybe you've got a pen and paper handy so you can grab something to underline or mark something down, uh, but find a system that works for you, but... Uh, I just think that you'll you'll never regret having read books. It's only going to make you better. It's only going to expose you to great ideas if you're reading good books. Um, a lot of the classics, there's a reason why they're classics. Uh, they, they, they wrestle with some really deep issues. So get a couple of classics that you have close at hand. And uh, maybe on vacation or some other time you think, you know what, this is the summer. I'm going to just knock off that classic book and have it read. Yeah, well let's take a quick break. I'm very excited about the online class that BMI is offering, When God Speaks. This is the first book I ever wrote with my father and perhaps one of the most important issues you'll ever address. How do you know when God is speaking to you? God speaks in many different ways uh, and God always has something life-changing, something crucial that he wants to communicate with you. You can't afford to miss what God has to say to you. Sometimes he may speak out loud, but often he speaks in numerous other ways as well. And you need to be alert to the numerous ways God may be wanting to communicate his will with you. This is a six week course in which we'll look at all the major issues related to God speaking to his people. It's full of videos and studies that you can do um, and I know it will bless your life as you look very carefully at the various ways God may be wanting to communicate with you in these very important days in which we live today.
1: Richard, I suspect we could uh, go on and on oh, extolling yeah. the benefits and uh, the glories of,
0: of reading the, the, and the benefits and glories of books and the Buffalo Sabres.
1: Well, books especially, um, and and especially physical books, as you've noted already, yeah, uh, how how superior that is to uh, their digital counterparts. Oh yes, uh, but, second
0: rate wannabes.
1: <laughs> yeah, fake fake books. <laughs> um, but uh, maybe as we wrap up here, what are even more things? Oh, to yeah. be excited about when it comes well, to reading.
0: Well, I, I, we've referenced this uh, often, but uh, we do have a book club as well. And I'll just tell you again, it's uh, it's one of the favorite things to do. We need to schedule a, a gathering here again yeah, soon. That way, I can finish it. Yeah, that's some some people in the club don't finish the book until the deadline is uh, fast upon them. But um, but yeah, we I have a book club with all three of my kids, with my son-in-law, with a cousin. And uh, we read some very interesting books and then we, we process them, underline them, wrestle with them, uh, and then we, we gather together and we pull out our notes and, uh, uh, and we discuss them. And did you agree with this? And did you notice he said that? And do you think this is biblical? And um, some really, really, I find it very, very enjoyable. All, all my kids and my in-laws uh, are all, smart they're all thinkers and i love to watch them just grappling with (laughs) these different concepts and uh and so but you don't have to wait till your kids are all out of college to do that You, you could be your kids could be still in elementary school but getting to read a maybe a children's version of a classic like robinson crusoe or something and uh various classic books or something by mark twain and uh and then just talk about it. Just what did you think about this? What do you think he mean means by that? Why does this is this guy a good guy or a bad guy? What, what do you think? And uh, uh, why did he do that? Why didn't he do this? And uh, why did he do that bad thing? And uh, and I tell you what, I, I as soon as your kids are able to read at even the most rudimentary level, uh, it's not a bad thing to do. And of course, yeah. I my kids we were younger, and you I know you do this. Just reading uh, to your kids, just opening up a book and reading a children's story or a Bible story. I don't think, I I think at the earliest age, uh, you can cultivate in them a sense of real comfort uh, and uh, affection for just mommy or daddy opening up a book and just and s- uh, sweeping me up into the storyline of this great story that's been read for hundreds of years by various people yeah and
1: some of those stories are
0: you know the bear wears a fluffy hat <laughs> yeah they and you start you know, kind of the, the small plot, so,
1: the plot is although, to, you although know, your
0: four-year-old knows all about pharaoh and moses yes. saying let my people go yeah and, yeah uh, we she's she's Moved on from the
1: the simple,
0: <laughs> yeah. the simple stories, but uh, we have
1: you know we have stacks of books in both of their rooms, and uh, you know and, and just there's always been a pile of
0: books. I, I just think every person needs to have a bookshelf. Uh, you just need to have a bookshelf in your life somewhere. If it's just one, it might not be a big bookshelf, but yeah, have a few classics, uh, maybe Christian classics, uh, English classics, but uh, but but. You know, walk past, see regularly some of the great books and, and be exposed to those and, and add another one you've read to that uh, collection now and then. A um, couple last things. Just when you do read a book, always be thinking for takeaways. And certainly if it's a nonfiction book and it's about a, a topic, um, when you put that book down, ask yourself so, what is my takeaway from this book? What did I learn? What how did i read anything that is going to change how i live uh, what i do uh how do i adjust that uh what what insight did i gain that i hadn't had before uh how did this enlighten me in some way does this is this set me now you know I, i've had times where i've read a uh like a a puritan writer that just really unpacked a verse in the bible that i found very rich and insightful and and they they quoted a couple of other puritan writers and now i'm thinking you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna get a a book by that guy too and and read him because this this author i really enjoyed and he really enjoyed the writing of that guy so i'm uh and so it's kind of like okay well now i'm going to order two other books because i read this one and i'm gonna focus on that i'm going to learn a bit more about this um i'm gonna i'm gonna try to uh, heed the the wisdom the counsel that, that i read and so on um and so and like i said sometimes when you read one book then it leads uh to others like i read uh a book on tim keller uh before he died and it was telling me that he loved the puritans he was always and he was always quoting people like jonathan edwards and and owen Rob, not owen roberts John richard owen, owen
1: there's a john owens i think john owens yeah yeah
0: and some of these kind of guys uh richard baxter and other people and so uh so i actually went online i went to amazon and i kind of looked around and i ordered a couple of the books that i heard that keller liked to read and i thought you know i've never read anything by that guy um i'm gonna i'm gonna get some of his books and see what he has to say some t- same with leaders uh sometimes you read uh, on the life of a leader. And then you realize, but but their hero was this guy. And so maybe I should read a, a biography on that guy. Or or sometimes it's just a leadership book. And you read that th- this leader that you really respect, that it cha- his, his leadership trajectory was radically changed after he read this book on leadership in his day. And so it's like, well, I've never read anything by that guy. Maybe I should see what he has to say. And uh, same with biographies. Uh, I'll read a biography on uh, maybe a king of England, and then you find out that uh, he was very much uh, engaged with a prime minister at the time or maybe a king of France. And so it's like, well, now I kind of like to know what that what that guy was doing at the time and uh, how that... And so it kind of leads you to... Uh, or maybe it's a business person and you're reading about this business person and what they did but then you find out that he was having vacation like it's kind of like uh henry ford uh would would go on vacations with uh thomas edison and i think firestone i mean a couple of yeah of you know, famous people in their own rights uh all these inventors and uh industrial sort of magnates would all go on these little road trips together and so, you read about one guy, and then you think well i I wonder if there's a biography on that guy and uh and you start to one thing leads to the next um and so lastly, I would just say uh i i again, this is my bias, but um, I think that reading is infinitely." more edifying than watching television and i'm not saying never watch tv if it's if like buffalo's playing on tv you'd want to watch that but uh but maybe. it doesn't take nearly the thought it doesn't stretch you the same way as sitting down and reading a, a classic book um or a, a maybe a non-fiction book on a christian topic or a biography of someone that god used in a powerful way and you're going a little bit deeper. I mean, uh, just the nature of a 30-minute, hour-long TV show is that they're skimming the surface. And and the amount of time they're actually covering uh, the material between commercials and all of that is not very much time in a 30-minute, hour-long show. Uh, and so you're, you're getting so little, really. And then you read a, a biography or a book on something, and there's way more information, and they can go into much more depth. And you can look down at the footnotes and see that they're referring you to other things if you've got the time. And uh, And so I'm not saying you never watch TV, but if every night, every evening, uh, you're just flipping on the TV and starting to scroll through to see what sitcom you might watch, um, I encourage you uh, find, uh, a, build a little cozy corner somewhere with a nice overstuffed chair. Uh, get a nice swing, swing lamp that you can put right over top of you. Uh, get a cup of coffee or hot chocolate or tea or something. Uh, get a a, a book that has entertained or inspired millions of people over the years. Get a, a good pen, a highlighter or something and, uh, take a deep whiff of that, uh, delicious smelling book and then just start into page one and uh don't have to read all at once but just get into it and uh, and a lot of the classics the 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 uh really impactful books often can start seemingly slow a little bit sometimes but it's build it builds and builds and i've i've read some of those books that are like 800 pages and uh, especially some of those russian novels and uh at first you think am I ever going to get through this and then all of a sudden you get swept up into it and you're lost in there somewhere around page 300 and and before you know it you're getting right to the end and uh wishing it would keep on going and so uh again just a word of encouragement in an age in which it seems like reading uh old school books is becoming a lost art um the, there's still, uh, I think a special dynamic that happens when you hold on to a book, you underline it, you engage with it, uh, you pick it up and open it up and start reading again. And so, uh, you may not be a quick reader. That's all right. Uh, you can, it doesn't matter how, how quickly you read, just read, just keep on plodding through, uh, work your way through it. Just maybe night after night, you just take 30 minutes before you go to bed, Uh, far better probably be reading a book than looking at a blue screen, uh, before you go to bed anyway. And then, um, uh, you might just be surprised at what you pick up. And so don't just kind of read it. I I don't understand people that can read. I've got a friend that'll read a three or four hundred page book, not put a mark in it, and then put it up for sale on, on some social media, you know, selling, uh, medium afterward. And I'm thinking, unless you've got a photographic memory, I don't know how, unless you've captured those thoughts somewhere, unless you've written down some quotes or done something, I, I, I just, you're going to just have a general impression of what that book said, but you're going yeah. to lose so much that you could have quoted exactly or gone back to and referenced again. So for me, uh, you know, get under a light, uh, hold the book with one hand, have a pen in the other hand. And say, I'm going to just attack this book and just find the, the great truths in here that can bless my life. And as I share them with others, I might bless other people's lives as well. Well, it sounds like a plan. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is something you enjoyed, it really makes a difference if you leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. We always love hearing from our listeners. So email us at podcasts at blackv.org.